This morning's reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 15 to 21. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things in her heart and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. This is the word of the Lord. So, after Christmas, uh, things often return to normal pretty quickly, don't they? Um, I mean, we might hang on to the tree and the decorations uh, for a few days or even a, a few weeks, um, but normally it's not long before the decorations go back in the boxes and up in the loft, before the unwanted presents get quietly returned and those normal routines of work and life just take over. But I don't think that is what it was like at the very first Christmas. Um, as we've been hearing, when a, a new baby arrives, you can't just pack it away after the day. You can't just put it in the loft to bring it out at the end of next year. Um, and uh, normal certainly takes on an entirely new meaning. For that first Christmas, when Jesus arrived, it totally changed Mary and Joseph's life. And uh, Christmas is meant to change our lives too. Jesus is meant to stay involved in our lives. So how do we take Christmas into the rest of our years and rest into the rest of our lives? Um, maybe we can learn a few things from the way that the people at that very first Christmas responded. And uh, so we're going to look at three people and three things we could take into this year. Let's start with Mary, who's just had her firstborn child far from home. What does it mean for her after the main event? Well, we're told in verse 19 of our reading that Mary pondered these things and treasured them in her heart. She treasured them. She doesn't just move on with life. She makes a conscious effort to remember again and again what had happened. Now, I don't know about you that there are lots of things that I have pondered deeply in my life that I now completely um, have forgotten, that I can no longer recall. So GCSE physics would fit into that category. Um, or at one point I, I'd crammed lines and lines of Shakespeare into my head for my exams and even what other people had said about those lines from Shakespeare and absolutely none of that remains. There are lots of things we ponder but we don't hold on to over the long haul. What, there's, a, there's a difference between things we need to know or ought to know and things we really treasure. What would it mean to treasure Christmas, to carry it in our minds throughout the rest of the year in a lasting way? Uh, well, there are a few ways I'm sure that we could do this, but I've got one uh, to suggest to you. 
Becky Pipper, who is an evangelist. Uh, she's spent her life telling people about the good news of Jesus, and actually a lot of her time helping Christians tell other people about Jesus. Um, she has this one piece of advice um, that I think would be useful for us. So one of the things that she says in evangelism that can make a big difference is if we preach the gospel to ourselves on a regular basis. She says she preaches the gospel to herself in the car when she's on her way different places or moving her kids around. Sometimes she does it out loud if there's nobody else in the car. She says to herself, Becky, what is the good news? And she says when she does that, she just falls in love with Jesus all over again. Uh, and if you can see her face when she says that, you, could, you can tell that it's true. And I think we can take this idea and apply it to Christmas. I think we could preach Christmas to ourselves throughout the rest of the year. Maybe we could write those sermons for ourselves or we could use the lyrics of Christmas songs, but we could preach it to ourselves. God came himself in person. Our God does not mind a little mess. He's humble. He came himself to save us. He comes that man no more may die. We can preach Christmas to ourselves throughout the rest of the year, treasuring it like Mary did. So Mary treasured the message of Christmas in her heart. And the next group of uh, people we see are the shepherds. And the shepherds praised. The shepherds praised. Once they'd seen the baby Jesus, they couldn't keep their mouths shut. In verse 18, uh, they went about spreading the word, telling everybody about what God had done. And in verse 20, we see that they praised God. Um, they went about uh, worshipping and praising. They were overflowing uh, with prayer and with thankfulness. And of course, we understand this, don't we? When we have good news, we want to share it. And especially the arrival of a new baby uh, we've seen time and time again, can turn the most introverted and quiet couple into instant Instagram and TikTok uh, monsters. Maybe you saw earlier um, this, uh, this year that Rupert Grint, uh, aka Ron from Harry Potter, uh, broke the record, earning himself two million followers on Instagram with his first ever post, uh, which was, of course, of him and his new baby girl. We are invited by the shepherds to be vocal about Christmas and not just to be vocal um, at Christmas, but all year round. By the way, that's your official justification for listening to the Pentatonics Christmas album and singing it at the top of your voice throughout the year. If we think um, that Christmas um, is just for Christmas, then we probably have too sentimental a view of what went on on that life-changing day. The message of Christmas is real and life-changing and it needs to be sung and shouted from the rooftops. We shouldn't be embarrassed of telling people and telling God. Yes, we should treasure it quietly in our hearts for ourselves, but then we're invited by the shepherds to praise, to go about and tell people the good news that our God is not a God who is far off, but one who has come close to tell people that he's knowable and he wants to be known, and to tell people that he's come to seek and to save the lost. And also not to forget to tell God, to bring our praise back to him, to, to, sing, to sing our thanks to him and tell him regularly of how grateful we are for all he's done. Mary treasured 
and the shepherds praised. And finally, Joseph obeyed. We're told in verse 21 that at the right moment, the baby was named Jesus. But this isn't random. God had said to Joseph in advance, the boy was to be named Jesus and Joseph obeyed. And we know from Matthew that Joseph obeyed in other ways too. After the original dream where Joseph is told to marry Mary and name the boy Jesus, Joseph has three further dreams in which he's told to move the family to different locations. Can you imagine? All the sleepless nights of having a newborn baby and when you finally do get to sleep, it's nothing but angels and new addresses. But Joseph obeyed every time. He moved his life, his work, the pattern of his days around the newborn Jesus. When a newborn enters your life, almost everything changes as we've heard. Your schedule changes, your bills change, your car changes, your social life changes, and that is how it should be. It is perfectly natural and right that your life and your priorities be shaped around a new child. And in just the same way, when Jesus comes into our lives, many, many things change. And that also is perfectly natural and right. It's a joyful thing. It's to be expected and embraced, even if it may be challenging, at points very challenging. What might this mean for us uh, if we're trying to take Christmas into the rest of a year? So here's here's one suggestion for you. One of the new things that parents, uh, new parents acquire um, is a new sense of hearing. They have an ear out all the time for their child. It's like they grow a third ear, especially for their little one. And you and I can learn to keep an ear out for Jesus all the time. We can teach ourselves with the help of his Holy Spirit to have a third ear listening all the time for what he might say to us day by day. It might be that in all the demands on our time and our emotional energy over the course of this year, our attentiveness to Jesus has faded. Let's go into this new year with a renewed determination to keep an ear out for Jesus day by day. So Joseph listened and obeyed. Wonderful. Uh, Well, the message this morning is simply that Christmas isn't meant to stay just for Christmas because we are invited to do the rest of our years with Jesus in our lives. And three things we've looked at that that we can take into this year, we can treasure the message of Christmas as Mary did. Uh, We can tell others about it as the shepherds did. And as uh, Joseph did, we can continue to make space for Jesus in our lives. Thank you for joining us this morning. And we're going to continue now with the time of praying together.